This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. I'm Alistair Roberts. I'm the Rappaport Professor of Law and Public Policy here at Suffolk University Law School, and I'm also the Faculty Director of the Rappaport Center for Law and Public Service. And this is the Rappaport Center's Public Policy Podcast Series. And we're talking today with Jane Wiseman. Jane is a member of the Rappaport Center's Advisory Board. She's a management consultant with 20 years of experience in both strategy consulting for government agencies and also appointed service in government. She's also an adjunct professor at Suffolk University in the government department. And the topic today is a report that uh, Jane has just completed that's just been published by the Department of Justice, Strategic Cutback Management, Law Enforcement Leadership for Lean Times. Jane, welcome, and could you tell us a bit about what the report is about? Sure. Thanks, Al. So the report is designed to help police executives manage their budgets when they have decreased resources now for a couple years in a row. And the idea behind this was to look back into history at previous recessions, because we're now in the 10th post-World War II economic decline. So what can we learn from looking at the past, and how can we use this moment as an opportunity to improve police department performance and not just wring our hands and be upset about budget declines? Now, the current economic troubles are more severe than some of the earlier recessions. Do we have any sense of how badly law enforcement agencies are being hurt by the current budget crises? Yes and no. (laughs) The yes is that in a survey last winter, two-thirds of police departments said they'd had cuts in the year 2009. Um, The majority expect to suffer cuts this year as well. We probably won't know until the fall the full extent of what's going to happen in this fiscal year because of the way things are shaking out at the federal level. What we do know is that 18 of the 50 states are planning cuts in this fiscal year to municipal aid, which is going to have an impact on local police departments. So we know it's going to be tough. We don't know how tough. The one big thing that we do know is that the Recovery Act funding, we're falling off a cliff, essentially, this year. There's a $66 billion difference between the amount states got in federal aid last year and what they'll get this year, and that's going to have a big impact on police departments. So even while state revenues are increasing, they're not yet back to pre-recession levels, and after taking that hit of the Recovery Act funding going away, we know the picture is ugly. We know the Recovery Act is ending. We knew that. We've known that for some time. We've also had these complex budget negotiations going on in Washington right now. Is that likely to complicate the life of law enforcement agencies further? Yes. Because we won't know until November really what all the cuts are at the federal level. It's going to take a while for the impact on local law enforcement to be figured out in its entirety. How much does DOJ get scaled back at this point? We don't know. You know, the federal fiscal year will begin October 1. So wouldn't it be nice if on October 1 we knew the answer? But I have a feeling it's going to be November before we know. And then we're midway into state fiscal years. Are states going to have to do some belt tightening in the middle of the year? Probably. Now, your report is about managing cutbacks in law enforcement agencies. How is that different than managing cutbacks in other kinds of government agencies? So it's a little bit the same and it's a little bit different. The key message is 
are the same in terms of managing. Leadership matters. Across the board cuts are, while they seem fair because everyone takes the same hit, they're not really fair because efficient agencies suffer more than inefficient agencies. Small agencies suffer more than large agencies. And, you know, this is a great time to do business process reengineering, to implement performance measurement, to think about budgeting for outcomes. Those messages are the same whether you're a law enforcement agency or any government agency. What's different in law enforcement is that typically about 85% of a law enforcement agency's budget goes to personnel. And law enforcement tends to be a collective bargaining environment. In a collective bargaining situation, it's going to be much harder to figure out what to cut. One of the key messages of this report is that targeted layoffs are better than furloughs. That's tough in a collective bargaining environment. So I think the key difference for law enforcement versus other agencies is the collective bargaining piece. And then, of course, the other bit, which is that in many government agencies, you can outsource some of the functions. You can close the office one day a week. Policing cannot just close down one day a week. So there are certain demands of law enforcement that are unlike other government operations. And what would you say is the most important piece of advice that you're giving in this report? The first word of the title of the report, it's called Strategic Cutback Management, and I think if I had to sum it all up, I'd say be strategic. You know, that's why it's the first word of the title. You've got to think long-term and not just take the easy way out, which is to use across-the-board cuts, to implement one-time fixes. I think this is an opportunity to be creative and to think outside the box, get outside help, whether it's academics, local universities, or San Francisco's using civilians to do investigations. They're going to be providing customer service that you couldn't provide with officers on the beat, and they're doing it at a lower cost. So necessity is kind of the mother of invention here. New ideas are going to come up that I hope will leave us better off than before. In fact, you say in the report that this may well be a crisis, but it's also um, provides room to exploit opportunities. Can you elaborate a bit on that and maybe tell a story about some agency that really seized the moment and took this as an opportunity to do big things? Well, I can think of a couple examples. One is, if we can remember back to when the Tylenol tampering case happened, this is, of course, a private sector example, but the company could have folded, right? They could have collapsed under a bad PR, but instead they got out ahead of it and did a ton of work to make the product more safe. And now they have much higher customer satisfaction and brand loyalty. What's a policing example? Well, in the 1990s, during the crack epidemic, subways in New York City were considered very unsafe. People didn't ride them. It took 4,000 officers to police the subways, and they didn't keep them safe. Today, there are only 2,000 officers. Why? Because they were strategic Bill Bratton, who was the um, transit police chief and then the NYPD police chief, then LAPD, he's focused on performance measures and also looked at what's called order maintenance, maintaining civility. So by being strategic, he was able to do more with less. And today, the New York City subways are safer than they were 20 years ago with half the police. So is it possible to do more with less? Yes. After a couple of years of belt tightening, are people tired and frustrated? Yes. But
But I do still think there are opportunities to improve and to use this crisis as a springboard toward improved operations and more efficiency. Well, Jane, thank you very much for talking with us today. You're welcome. Thanks, Al. And anybody who's interested in reading the report, it's published by the National Institute of Justice, a component of the Department of Justice, and the title is Strategic Cutback Management, Law Enforcement Leadership for Lean Times. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.